Did you know that we're exposed to thousands of commercial messages every day? And are you aware that consumers tend to trust what influencers say about brands much more than what brands say about themselves? When brands need to cut through the noise and reach consumers, influencer channels offer an unrivaled space to create genuine, meaningful dialogue and connect directly with consumers on their terms. Welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, a leading influencer marketing company for fashion brands. This is your weekly podcast to understand more about influencer marketing and why it's such a powerful channel when it comes to building trust in your target group. Every Wednesday, we'll cover topics such as how to build a successful influencer marketing strategy, how to measure the effects, the role of influencer marketing in the overall media mix, and of course, the latest trends and insights on what's up in the influencer marketing and social media sphere. And we know you're busy, so every episode is right around 15 minutes. Perfect to tune into on your morning walk, during your morning routine, or on your way to and from work. Join us and our expert guests to stay up to date and take your marketing strategy to the next level with influencer marketing. The world's fastest growing marketing method. I'm Sana Oudmark. And I'm Frida Ekholm. And this is Influencer Marketing Talks. Hi and welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, the leading and awarded influencer marketing company for fashion brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about consumer behavior in the digital age and of course all things influencer marketing in right around 15 minutes. I'm Frida Ekholm, creative lead here at Cure Media, and today I have my brilliant colleague Julia Arheden with me in the studio. Julia is not only our very own brand partnership advisor, but she is also a TikTok enthusiast, experts in all things involving beauty on TikTok. So today we will merge Julia's two expert areas, TikTok and beauty, and deep dive into what really grows engagement on this platform. Hi, Julian. Welcome back to the studio. Hi, Frida. Thank you so much for having me back. I think it's the third time I'm here now. So um, yeah, super excited to be invited back. It seems like I'm doing something right. Of course you are. We're so happy to have you. Um, what's the buzz out there among brands? What are they saying about TikTok? I think now is the time when people are super curious about TikTok uh, and everyone is just trying to figure it out. Um, from what I'm seeing in the industry, 2023 will be the first year when many brands are actually setting up a strategy for TikTok and allocating budget to the channel. They haven't really done that before. It's been a lot of ad hoc testing, uh, but now the channel is about to be taken more seriously. But I do think that we have a few brands who have it all figured out, uh, but a lot of them are super confused as of right now. Um, and I think brands right now just need to be brave and dare to try new things, fail, try again, and learn. 
Uh, and the worst thing you can do right now is to play it safe, do the channels you usually do, because consumer behavior is changing. And there are brands that is really eager to to gain market share and to take your place if you're not following the consumer marketing movement. That is so true. And as you said, test, try, you need to be there. Yeah. Otherwise, you will lose against your competitors, probably. Yeah, and I think that as, as early as you can start to to try and to fail, you will get ahead of the competition. So don't be afraid to to try new things, fail, and learn. I think that's the only way to go, especially in a in a new media as this is. Yeah, dive in, brands. Yes. So before we head into your five advice on how to grow engagement on TikTok, can we just debunk the most common myth? Who uses TikTok? Is it just dancing kids or? <laughs> I mean, sure. If uh, if I had a dollar for every time I've gotten that question and someone saying, well, it's just for kids, I don't think I would work anymore. Um, because TikTok has developed so much uh, over just the past couple of years, but also the past couple of months. I mean, the development's happening so fast. So uh, the amount of millennials that are uh, listing TikTok as their favorite platform right now has grown by 51% the just past two years. And I think it's important for all the brands um, to just bear in mind that these numbers expire super fast. What was true in the beginning of 2022 is not true today because TikTok is gaining popularity and is growing in record speed. So I think that um, just taking what you know from earlier this year and imagine how fast the, uh, the development is happening and you will figure out that this is not an app for uh, dancing kids anymore. I mean, they're still there, but we're also seeing um, millennials taking over and spending so much time on the platform. Yeah. And talking about the algorithms, it's a lot of uh, secrets around all of the social media platforms, algorithms, what they prioritize and what they don't prioritize. Can you give us the basics, the one-on-one on TikTok's algorithm? Yeah, for sure. And as you're saying, um, algorithms are changing all of the time. And there are something that we don't even know, but we're guessing and we're trying and uh, we're trying to also figure it out. Um so what you have to consider is that the TikTok algorithm will push a video towards a smaller group of people in the beginning. So for example, they will show your video to 100 people. And if those 100 people uh, watch your video, interact with it, saves it, shares it, whatever, uh, TikTok will understand that, okay, this is something important. This is something interesting to people. It will push it to another 1,000 people. And if they found it interesting, they will push it to 10,000 people and so on and so forth. So, and then there's all these theories going around of like, oh, a TikTok viral video has to be like seven seconds or it has to be one minute or you need to use a trending sound and all of these things, you know? And how accurate is that? Hard to tell. Yeah, super hard to tell. There's no one, there's no one size fits all. No, of course not. And I think that um, we will get more into that shortly. But I think it's important for brands not to just jump on trends because they're trending, but to stay true to the brand identity they're building up on TikTok right now and to to be successful. And so not trying to fit everything into a seven second long TikTok if that's not what you're supposed to do. 
Um, so stay true to, to your own brand as well. Yeah. So Julia, let's dive in the five ways beauty brands and other brands also can grow engagement on TikTok. Let's do it. Number one, add value with your content. I think it's so important to always remember why consumers are spending time on TikTok. So the list of the reasons why you're there is entertainment, learn new things, and find new inspiration. Yes. <laughs> your, ta- your content has to tailor to this. So the audience, for example, that follows a beauty brand is most certainly interested in knowing a safe way to use acids in the routine or how they can prevent their skin from drying out during winter. So if you can be the brand that uh, teach them about that, and this will add something um, to to your community, and you they will most likely uh, respect you as a brand, uh, like you more for contributing, and also uh, giving them a reason to interact, to save, to share, to uh, to watch it again. So yeah. I think adding value with your content is super key um, when you're doing content. Yeah, and I saw a new research from uh, Global Web Index actually that we will have on the podcast before Christmas uh, about that researching products and brands has actually dropped uh, in the list of why we use the internet, social media, while finding inspiration has, has, I think it's on the second place or so. So it has climbed. And that says a lot about like, we want to be inspired. We don't want to be pushed into products or your brand we want to be educated inspired and have like you know the nice feeling okay julia moving on to number two yeah so my second um thing to consider when during tiktok is we can't do this without saying trends (laughs) no (laughs) so how should brands uh approach trends i think this goes hand in hand with adding value uh, when it comes to trends, to just make sure to stay true to the humane version of your brand identity that you're building up on TikTok. Here you can be more personal and less corporate. And I think that's something that you should really embody in this platform. But it's important when doing trends to just stay true and authentic to uh, this persona of your brand that you're building up. And just be authentic in the the trends that you're choosing to participate in. Um, I think, for example, in beauty, we're seeing a huge macro trend right now um, about hair care. It's been a lot about skincare. It's been a lot about makeup in the past like 10 years. But now we're seeing a massive trend towards hair hair care. And especially using hair oil and especially rosemary hair oil and i think there's so many beauty fanatics on tiktok right now having so many questions about this so if you're a hair care brand or a beauty supplier i think the best thing to do right now is to jump on the hair care trend if you have time if you have resources to do something about like the hair oil or the rosemary oil to educate your consumer about like what is it? Who is it for? Is this actually good? Do we have products? Do we have a method for it? And if you're not able to jump on like a micro trend with this rosemary oil I'm talking about now, then jump on the macro trend. So you can always tailor to your audience. If they're talking hair care, you should talk hair care. If they're talking skincare, that's what you should be talking about to contribute to the discussion rather than just 
you know, sitting in your own corner screaming about something that no one else cares about. So just add, keep adding uh, with the strategy you're participating in. That's a great advice. Listen up, beauty brands. <laughs> Listen up. And this is goes for like today and tomorrow and this week, but soon it will be over. So tapping into macro trends is a more sustainable way to work. That's a great yeah. advice, Julia. Should we move on to number three? Let's do it. My third tip is to really interact. Um, we've talked about authenticity forever now, and I think TikTok is the perfect way to for brands to be more humane, likable, and less corporate, as you said. So make sure to use your TikTok account to talk to your audience, answer their questions, ask them questions to get to know them better. And before social media, we were so limited in the options that we had to interact with customers. But TikTok has really developed features like Stitch, Duet, answering questions in, in answering comments in uh, in videos. So just make sure to use that and interact with your audience. True, and there's a lot of things happening in the comment field on TikTok. That's yeah, that's like the that's like the video 2.0. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So moving on to the fourth. We can't do this without talking about creators, right? No, definitely not. No, uh, we have an influence marketing podcast. We are going to talk about creators. Um, and it is a creator's job to spend time on the platform, to understand what type of content that works, to keep track of trends, to keep track of the algorithms. And they have an established relationship to the audience. They know them by heart. So just borrow those relationships and... um the expertise that the uh, creators have about the platforms and uh, increase your presence on the platform through them. Yeah. The creators are really big on TikTok right now and they are a great a great way to to get your brand out there. For sure, and I think what's a bit tricky though is that on TikTok you are um following creators based on interest and not really by country or other demographic features so you have to be aware of that as well and uh, that we have a more scattered audience on tiktok um so it can be a bit trickier to find good demographic data it is obviously possible we're doing it for the customers we're working with but just to be aware of that behavior could be good yeah that's great great to keep in mind Julia, for the fifth advice on how to grow engagement on TikTok. The fifth is to analyze the time you're posting. Uh, and this is also to become friends with the algorithms, I would say. Um, so posting on, depending on what hours and what uh, time of the day and what day you're posting is super crucial. So um, there are lots of research and guides online on what time and what um, day you should be posting, but it's always best to get to know your audience and your brand um, by itself as well. But a good rule uh, of thumb is to keep in mind to not post when people are working or in school, uh, but rather to do that uh, on evenings, on week weekends. Um, a lazy Sunday is perfect for... <laughs> few hours of scrolling. So I think that's um, when you can catch your audience at the best way. Yeah, that's great. Test and try and see what works for your brand. Exactly. Julia, this is so many great insights and advice for brands and beauty brands on TikTok. How would you summarize these five tips? 
I would say to start. <laughs> I mean, there's so many brands that are afraid to start. Um, there's so many brands that are afraid to try or are like trying too much or trying to be something else that they're not. So stay true to who you are. Start and try. Yeah, simple as that. <laughs> it is that simple. I, I mean, if if brand starts starts, then we can give them further advice. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a good one, actually. Keep it simple. Start. <laughs> Start. Obviously, listen to the podcast uh, episode that we had with TikTok. It's super good. Um, read our blog posts. Um, spend time on the platform as well. Yeah. Julia, big thanks for guesting this episode and sharing your expertise. Thank you so much, Frida, for having me back. I look forward to the next time already. Of course. Let's schedule something. Let's do it. And this brings us to the end of another episode of Influence Marketing Talks. If you want to continue staying up to date on our weekly podcast episodes, influence marketing content, and what's up on the consumer marketing scene, make sure you follow us on our platforms at Cure Media. And also to not miss another episode of this podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button.